<laughs> so I assume it has to be a painting from like the 60s. Because you know? I mean, especially especially if it's like for an ad, like you said, they reference it in Mad Men, so it has to be based off of an ad. Yeah, it has to be. Whatever. Um, all right, listeners and Phil, I want to make a, a, another special announcement because we're in the home stretch of uh, Gundam Double O. We're almost done with the series. And uh, something really great, thanks to all the funds we got from our sponsors, like Laramie Cigarettes and uh, uh, Blackwater, <laughs> and, and you know all these all these great ethically compliant, morally correct <laughs> sponsors. We have we have we have some funds now. Well, I want to use it to start because um, uh, uh, we got our we're just our the here at the. Uh, Omnibus, not the Omnibus. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Edit that out. Uh, the Mobile Suit Podcast operations. We're just expanding. You know, we're gonna move into an office too with uh, five floors. Uh, we're gonna need. We're gonna need uh, an intern to help us out. And you know, something suggested to me as Phil, who is you know, CEO of Diversity Inclusion <laughs> at the Omnibus. Um, yep, see. that's me. So this is uh, gonna be a. Uh, <laughs> a BIPOC only internship, you know, white people pull yourself up by the shoe straps. We're gonna help our press brothers and sisters, non-binary pals out. Uh, unfortunately, I have to say that at the same time, it's un- this internship is unpaid. Uh, so our hands are tied right now. You know, that's you know, we, we can discuss compensation, you know, six months in maybe, but we need that money. You know, Phil needs Phil needs that money for his dog. You know, dog, dog treats, and I need that money for uh, get my Lamborghini uh, out of the shop the other day. Mm. But I just want to say that uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more in the coming weeks. You know, this will be on, on Monster.com and uh, Yahoo job boards. But Phil, uh, this is going to involve an extensive interview process. So Phil, as both the diversity and inclusion officer and mm. the Gundam uh, officer, CEO of Gundam Operations. If you were to interview someone for a Gundam job, mm-hmm. what are some of the, the hard-hitting questions, qualifications they need? Okay, so first like, hard-hitting. Like, 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 what's your five, five, your five for any anyone with Gundam God? Your five tough questions to make sure they know their stuff. Okay, so question number one: Name a bipod character in the original Wolves of Gundam. Offer it. If you don't know that, I'm sorry, you're out the door. If you're able to pass that question, cool, great. On to the next question. Second question, all right. When watching GG Gundam, are you excited or do you make this face? There you go. For, for our listeners, that's a, like kind of a disgusted face. Right. Slash okay. Second, I mean, pause. Third, all right. So third question would have to be, um, if you were a mobile suit, which mobile suit would you be? <laughs> okay. Okay. And then fourth question. If you had to pick between uh Gunomexia and uh what's what uh Mal- Maria? Marina. Marina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Who would you choose and why? Okay. And then my last and final question will be, was Shaw right? <laughs> was Shaw right? 
Was Char right? Is that a yes or no, or is that? Like I mean, an essay? that depends. It's, it's an essay question. You gotta tell me within 500 words or less. Okay. Oh, these, so these are just these are just the application questions. Then we gotta get to the interview. No, these are interview questions, but the okay. interview is gonna be written. <laughs> And they have to read it in front of it's gonna be like a group interview, so they have to like write it down and then they have to read their answers so we can see. All right, so just everyone think about that. We'll have to hit up on like you know, diverse internships, Twitter, whatever <laughs> whatever that exists. They're like, yeah, mobile suit podcasts, unpaid unpaid by pocket internship only. <laughs> uh you know, those uh, you know, those are questions to think about. Uh forthcoming qualifications coming soon. Uh, I was going to say, probably at least five years of a uh, podcasting experience. Three to five years, you know. Uh, we might be able, you might get college credit, but it'll have to be one credit, and it'll be towards elective, <laughs> and it'll be towards your associate's degree. Is that what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> associate's degree only. So, but, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. And with mm. that, We'll get into our last or the home stretch of season two of Double O. We're going in episode 20, 22. Second and 23rd episodes here. Yes. Yep. First one, it's for the future. No idea what it's about. I have zero idea what this is about. Uh, yeah, honestly, like my brain, the way it is right now, I don't even remember what happened last week. I just remember it ended on naked space. Since, naked, uh, oh, naked, yes. Naked space. Naked uh, space magic. Specifically, Setsuna and Mr. Bushido. Okay. So like, there we go. That's what they've always, what's what, at least one of them's wanted, right? They're both naked in space. Yeah, both naked in space. Um, We also discovered that Graham Aker is Mr. Bushido. <laughs> yes. Discovered, right? Discovered. Yes. We had no idea. Yeah. I honestly I th- honestly thought it was Milardo Peacecraft. Nina, Nina finally died. Yes, Nina finally got her compuppets. So did also Lube and her brother. I think that's her brother also got killed. Mm. And yeah, and you know for sure they're definitely not coming. They're killing in ways to make sure they're not coming back. Oh yeah, definitely. And you yeah, know, because normally yeah. like they get killed off screen, like, oh they're not really dead, but like she she was brutally killed in yes. person. Slowly and the suit, the mobile suit just taken apart. Yeah. Lube just got blown up. Um yeah, we're in the end game now of the, the final the final plans of the innovators and their whatever exactly their I guess so hopefully we'll find out what exactly their plans are. Mm. <laughs> now that I think about it, it's very kind of uh isn't, isn't their plan is to like, you know, enslave humanity? I, yeah, I don't know. It's like what was the point of like A laws and hijacking all the Schemberg, you know? What exactly was <laughs> this women's motive? Maybe we'll find out this episode, who knows? Mm. On that note, we should uh, get underway. So for those of you at home, we're about to start in five, four, three, two, one. For the future, let's go. There's a uh, Graham Maker there and Setsuna. There you go. He's a, oh, he's, we're gonna he's gonna find out why he made the GN drives and the Gundams, Mr. Schenberg. Mm. Uh, you think? I was thinking about his name, Asholia Shedberg. I think he was Jewish. I just assumed this because of the name Berg. Oh, probably. I mean, wow, I mean, I mean in much that. of that, in, in, in much of that, the Jewish ethnicity still exists in 
the 2300s of of, the, of this earth yeah, from all the intermixing like, and whatnot. From uh, I mean, yeah, from the way his name is set up, yeah, I would say he was a uh, Jewish of a uh, Polish descent. Okay, I was gonna say it could be German, I guess, because German can that be a German name, maybe? It could be a German name as well. But yeah, here we go. Mr. Find out Mr. Bushido Grandmaker's backstory. It's going to uh, some some dude, some samurai dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's one of the guys who's uh, head of the A laws. Um, yeah, and he and he's meditating under a waterfall, which doesn't make sense, but it looks cool. This is like straight out. This is like samurai shampoo right here. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's to work on his uh, mental fortitude. You can't, yeah, you can't be, you can't be cold if your mind is strong. Well, also the waterfall would knock you down. That's the thing. <laughs> like the force <laughs> of that much water. But who cares? We're back to the gun fight, and Tessa's got two swords put together. Yes, it's, to it's like a dark wall. It's like a, it's a double edge dark wall blade. Yes, to copy the Sasanowo's uh, double dark wall blade. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and there. This is what we should have gotten last episode instead of this one. Trans amp fight. <laughs> He breaks the blade with the gun's bare hands. He got the the two the two beef savers. Yeah, you can't break, you can't catch those with your hands. And he shoves them right into their shoulders, causing the Sasano's arms to break, as well as his Gurren Gurren Logan sunglasses. <laughs> that's that's only what they are. Good, <laughs> uh, right? Because I think that show was airing around the same time. No. Yeah, it, I think it already came out by, it came by the out. time this aired. Yeah. It's going to be like it was like 07, 08 in Some, Japan. Was it? I could have sworn it was like 06, 07. Maybe, maybe either. I know by the time the movie came out, they were definitely homaging <laughs> it. So. Yeah. Because I think, because Gurren, th- wait, no. Because I think around that time, Code Geass would have came out, right? Well, Gurren Lagos is a different studio. I know it's a different studios, but really? Hold on. Okay. Yeah, so studio, now, studio Gynex. That was that was that was Gynix? Yeah, Gurren Lager, yeah. Oh yeah, that wasn't they 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 weren't trigger yet. No, yeah, they became trigger because yeah. of the success of Gurren Lager. Yeah. Uh, so. what am I looking? Gurren Lager. That's what I'm looking up. Let's see. Gurren Lager came out yeah. in 2007. Yeah, so that's right around the time Double O came out. The first season of Japan, at least. There we go. Purebred innovator, I guess. That's some, uh, you know, there's some eugenics. There's a little, some, some racial purity going on here for the innovators. <laughs> oh, man. This is getting, I know I was joking earlier about the, the racism stuff in the last few episodes, but this is getting a little, let's see, it's actually maybe I was, little, I was closer. Little getting, getting a little too close to home, man? Not, well, not close to home, but like maybe I was closer to the truth than I thought. Mm. I don't know. Then again, he is from the Middle East, which you know people say it's like the cradle of civilization, right? Right. In, in this in this valley and all that, from what I remember from where I was oh, like you know Mesopotamia. Yeah. But like I mean, they say they say that's cradle. So, but you know, it's Africa, the motherland. That is the cradle of civilization. You know, because we got the Nile, <laughs> Egypt. We was we was kings. <laughs> This gonna go full whole tap there. Maybe well, my third eye is starting to awaken. That's <laughs> uh, funny because they, they make a joke about that in the new season of Woke. Of course they did. Is this yeah, that's pretty fun. 
It's, is it similar it's, it's, to the way they did it in uh, what's it called? Uh, the, your the, wife people. Yeah. No, it's much. It's much. It's less dramatic. It's more of a joke. Gotcha. I'll be honest. After watching Woke and Atlanta, my opinion, dear white people, is going way down. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anyways, this is not a dear white people podcast, which for like the twenty people I guess have watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. Uh, Setsuna comes back with all the info that Wong Lume gave him, I guess. That was, you know, that really should have been Celestial V, like, trying to get the info learned about the innovators. Instead, we just get handed info about their enemies all the time. You know, but it's but technically, they are, she is Celestial Being, so. Uh, that's like... That's like yeah. she's she's like she's like the the like tech mogul who donates to both parties that just awesome. just in case, in case whichever one wins the election. Yeah. She yes, she's Facebook. <laughs> Anyways, I guess the plan was some secret uh, staging ground for some big super weapon the A laws and the innovators have planned. Right, they're talking about this uh, optical uh, illusion. Yeah, dark side of the moon. They got something planned a dark side of the moon. Dark of the moon. They're creating Unicron. Yep. Dark, dark. So the funny thing is that that movie it was supposed to be called Dark Side of the Moon, but they they couldn't take it because that's the name of uh, a Pink the Floyd Black album. Pink Floyd album. Yeah. Yeah, they would not. They would not get permission. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so funny. So that the dark of the moon is like boo. To be fair, you know, given the quality of that movie, I guess they, I guess they were pretty smart in not giving them permission. Uh, yeah, I guess so. that's also true. Bring back. I'm still waiting on my Bumblebee sequel. Uh, which you're about to get. It just finished uh, shooting. Oh really? Yeah, Beast Wars. Oh, but I know. I want Bumble. I want more Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee's gonna I, be I, in it, but we're gonna see. Even I was never a big Optimal, fan of Optimus Prime. Really, I grew really attached to Bumblebee. <laughs> I guess I guess Haley Samuel's not coming back, probably. No, right? no. Because that movie was set in the '80s, and I guess it's set, it's being updated for the modern day or whatever. Uh, I think it's gonna be. It's gonna. They're gonna do the X Men thing. Oh okay. Ugh. Anyways, Louise <laughs> is just like crying and her literally crying in her coffin. <laughs> She doesn't even have her helmet on. Yes, because, you know, she took the life. But was the revenge sweet, Louise? Or was it bittersweet? Or just bitter? All right? She avenged her family, but at what cost? What cost? Uh, the cost of those pills, apparently. Brought to you by... It was a good time for us to mention... Um, what's, a, what's a good pill company we should shout out for? Prozac? Uh, Prozac? <laughs> I guess. What's, what's, what's the one? That's, is that the one in the news? Which one is the one in the news? Oh, what's the one in the news? I I, I don't know. The 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 family. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Prozac is a it's a antidepressant. So. Uh, okay, well that's definitely what she's taking. Uh, either either that or kind of <laughs> for, kind of, for, uh, for for fictitious mental illness that's really being caused by the the innovator who's controlling her. Oh yeah. That's how they, anyway. they, all, they, say, they tell you antidepressants, but at the same time, it's more like, you know, mind control drugs. AKA what, if it's, what if it's just a placebo? What if it's, like it's just a placebo? It's just sugar pills. <laughs> and it's all in her head. Yep. Anyways, this is the thing. It's like the big battles coming up. So what do you got to do? You got 
the episodes where they talk. Talk about yeah. the big battle coming up. Talk about the big battle coming yeah, up. Every, everyone, everyone's strategy. Coming. Everyone, no, they're not even strategy. They're just saying, I'm going to join the fight. You know, Soma, Saji, Lyle, we're all fighting for the future. That'll drop. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. To liberate all humanity from the control of the innovators. Mm. To make this world where anomalies like Soma Pierce and myself never again created. <laughs> this is overthrow the Federation government. See, this is these are these are could have been great arcs if they were just fleshed out so much better. What? Um. So now, like everyone's coming together. Um. I think I'm slightly ahead of you because now I see reborns with an army of uh, red-headed women. Or yeah, I think so. Let's just let's just Leah Ase coming out of the elevator, mm. which is the first person that matters the most, right? Lasse, kind of the first I've come to care about. Yes, Lasse <laughs> and uh, Feld. Uh, look at you! Look at you! Yeah, you must be! You must be! You must be really far ahead of me. <laughs> look at you knowing crew members' names. It, well, when you have to edit these episodes, so essentially you hear the episodes twice. <laughs> Princess Maria, look at the stars. Uh, Boo. Also, I noticed like all the spaceships are CG. All the spaceships are what? All the they just show all the spaceships, but they're CG. Very oh, conspicuously yeah. CG because they stand out. Yes. Which is very awkward, but yet somehow like works in this show. Which, like me personally, like I I hate CG animation, uh, not CG animation, but animes that use a lot of heavy CG. Um, well, it works because uh, I think the spaceships are so blocky and it fits the aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, personally, why can't they just make it like Voltron and they kind of they work it so it does it looks they work it so it looks like kind of halfway between, you know, Cause, traditional cause that, drawn CG. That, that's a good question because I think that would require. <laughs> oh, whoa, that's a, that's kind of crazy. Ribbons and there's a whole clone army behind him. Yeah, whoever that was. Yeah, one of the one of the innovators. One of the one of them. Yeah, it's uh oh okay. So we're back to the more interesting antagonist, <laughs> Mr. Bruchio is about to pull some seppuku here. Harikiri, I hear mm. different territory. Harikiri, uh, seppuku. The way Bushido. We'll see. We'll find out if he goes through a bit. Because honestly, I don't remember what he does. I don't really remember what he does in the next few episodes. Yeah, I don't remember what he does either. Because, like, I mean, the Susano is essentially broken. Like, is he just going to, like, randomly steal parts and equipped? Oh, there you go. Feld's giving Setsuna the flower instead of the other way. Usually it's the other way around. The dude gives the girl the flower. Mm. <clears throat> you know, this is, uh... Setsuna, you know, we all know he has he has he doesn't have his eye for anyone except Gundam. <laughs> he even says it right now, we're gonna cut my shit, refer to Marina, and I'm going to my Gundam now. <laughs> yes. And there's a song. Oh boy. Is this so, I'm gonna turn it up. Is this other a new song or is this a song from the, the first season? Sounds like a new song. Uh, I I wish I could tell you. Well, actually, uh, I just turned the volume up a little bit. 
All right, so now we're 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 heading. Oh no, this is, this is a song for season one. Oh really? Because yeah, because remember like the like the second to last or like the last episode, they also play a song. I honestly do not remember. I I, I remember it. it's the same song. Good good job, Eric. Uh, Eric, I was supposed to ask you what what is your what is your double O hot take? That's what I wanted. I wanted oh. to find out. I mean, we've we've had so many. <laughs> okay. Uh, hot take. I think. Compared to people on the internet, they either love it or they say it's terrible. Uh-huh. I just hot take it's perfectly average. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very average. It, it is not great. You know, season two at the very least, but also not not it's watchable. Right. <laughs> right it's watchable. There are worse. There's been worse things to watch that they, they put out. That is that is absolutely true, because <clears throat> like now they're going in full full storm. Because like you know we have such great moments like these where you know mobile suits fighting mobile suits, certain um plot gets revealed naturally rather than being like regurgitated or anything. But then like a lot Here, of here's the, my actual hot take. Here's my actual hot take. Uh, like flags stupid. Wait. You say you think flags are stupid? Whoa! No, I was, I was just messing. I was just saying just to troll you. Oh, okay. I was about to say we're gonna have to end this podcast. I was gonna say, well, I guess I remember the real hot take of these. Like, I think Exia looks stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Exia like really is like a really beloved design. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the it's the it's based off of the RX the RX seventy. No, well, no, it's not. That's there we go. The old so hot take. Here's my hot take. It looks stupid. Give me the. Uh, uh, whatever there was in in Thunderbolt, when it's like half, it's like half a body and like other half on like a like a rocket ship. Yeah, all this all this goose. I'll just say. And whatever, it looked really sick. It looked like literally like a toy flying in space. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, yes. Don't send me. Yes. Don't don't send me hate mail anyway. I was just messing with people. That's that's the because uh, uh, it's it's, a, it's an attachment to make them fly faster. Yeah. Anyways, here's a big battle. We got to it a lot faster than I thought we were going. To. Yeah, we did. I think. What are we like halfway in the episode now? Uh, a little. Yeah, I thought, was gonna t- I, thought, I thought it was gonna take like two or three more episodes to get to the battle. Yeah. I mean, well, so that means we're just gonna have a lot more battles because this right now. So the battle we're seeing is more of a skirmish. Yeah. And there's also it's deceptive because the enemy ships are just ignoring. Some, the Gundams and they're going right. They're going to ram Celestial the Ptolemy. Oh, huh. there we go. There's the uh, O-Riser sword. Yeah. Uh, I'll hit with the <laughs> I really wish this was, this was the one in the movie. The movie with the Celestial Big movie is what yes. I mean. <laughs> My transcendent sword. Oh, wait, no, yeah. that's Digimon. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, took them all out. That was that was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, so the series is done. The season's done now, right? What, what or is it? There's a trap. There's this gas coming out, and it's a anti-GN field, and it diminishes, which I thought was cool. This is like a cool uh, thing they can come up with. I know it comes up in um, Unicorn, in one of, in one of the big fights when uh, the Neo the Neo Zeon fight. The yeah, Karma. They like release like the, the like their own anti Minoski gas, and like you see the beam savers like shorting out. Shorting out, yeah, which is which is very cool. 
Um, because I think like it's always crazy when you got like stuff like that or um an eye field. Um yeah. which this is, this is this is based on like real actual warfare. Yeah, uh, because I know I know when like I think I don't know maybe maybe I know submarines can, but I guess I think like fighter jets can also like deploy stuff to like jam the missiles. That's coming after like, them. Yeah, they they because uh, they they release uh shaft shafting. It's, yeah. In order to, uh, to uh, release heat that would negate the heat-seeking missile to go after that rather than the plane itself. Yeah, this one it's like yeah they can't use any of their lasers or beam methods, so they can only use missiles or they just yeah. they just ramp. They just like <laughs> the ALOS just like stabbing them with their uh, their their jousting lance, lances thing. Yeah. And yeah, they're kind of celestial being kind of totally fell for it. It's a trap. They've activated their trap card. <laughs> they lost trap card. <laughs> Different, different anime, but whatever, it still works. You know, it. I, 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 I still Yu-Gi-Oh, I still use Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh references in everyday life. Yeah, who uh, does it? Uh, uh, Gen Zers. Oh, I guess. Well, they have. It's like internet culture, you know. Brooklyn Rage. Screw the rules. I have money. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, celestial beings kind of getting their ass whipped right now. But who's who's coming to help these underdogs? I don't. They're gonna bully us to death. <laughs> <laughs> they like that. It's just they just call it bullying. Mm. It kind of is. This was I was thinking like this is where a video game. This is like uh, the really unfair level where they just throw enemies at you instead of being strategically cool. Right. Oh, but no. Wait, somebody is coming to the rescue. Who is so it? Don't... Yeah. So they came after all. It's Catron. It finally did something useful. But they're essentially gonna throw themselves to the wolves. That's that's all they're going to do. Like, look, the ship show. I mean, a mobile suit just got blown up. But then, no, there's more. Is it just Catron? Like, who who else could there be? It's yeah, this is. It's mannequin. Oh right, is it? Yeah, she she pulled up and was like, "Yo, the A laws are no longer a military." I, I, I must, I must see, I must see. I'm really behind then. Oh, because like they gave them, they gave them new weapons that uh, and they it turns out like Catherine they predicted the uh, <laughs> the field, so they gave them. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I must be like thirty seconds behind for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. That's so weird. Because I have I have a direct I have a yeah you have a direct thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I haven't been getting any commercials. Anyways, yeah, Katie Madigan, she's she's the one good person in the A laws are now like uh, turning turning traitor in the middle of the of the battle. Yes. Like for any of my Star Trek fans, like the Cardassians and the fake final battle, turning right, turning the tide right in the middle. Uh, and then uh, what's it called? Finally, the guy with the ugly haircut gets what he had coming. Damn it! I have to wait. All right, let we'll, me. We'll I'll have to. Actually, actually, when we get to like a dull scene, I'll have to move the. What exactly is your? What is your exact timestamp? Uh, I'm at the credits now, so I'm at. Uh, Cold start the indestructible. Yes, I didn't say today. Yeah, I'm at 21:30. So oh wow! I'm like a full minute and a half behind. Yeah. I'm really behind, but who cares? Patrick Patrick is here. Yes, to save the day. And his GNX or Jinx, Jinx three actually, or 
Yeah, I think it jinxed three. <laughs> you can tell what is a really bad command. Like every every that's how evil they are. The commander just like just shoot through our own guys. Right, they're expendable. Like what? But we need them to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do that when you're winning. You don't want to do that when you're when you're evenly matched or losing. Right, when you're getting flanked on all sides. Yep. And yeah, there we go. This uh, rip. We hardly knew. I don't even know what his name is. I, mean, I just know his mullet, mullet guy. Mullet guy. Yeah, that's 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 all I know him as either. Mullet guy, ugly haircut, <clears throat> blonde afro. Yep. So, <laughs> goodbye there. Yep. I, yeah, I got to really catch up. Okay, now I'll catch up. So, uh, where are you now? Uh, the credits just ended. I am at uh, 23.44. My copy it comes with timestamps, so I can actually tell which what part is what. But yeah, there we go. Celestial me and Catherine won the battle. It's over now, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Phil? We got three more yeah. episodes, but you know. I mean, no, I mean, I, yeah, like you know, it's an all happy ending. So now that we're going to see them wipe it up the next episode, and that's that's the end. You know, Ribbons gets away to live another day, and we get a season three of Double O. Well, we might. And- five years maybe <laughs> <laughs> but yes ribbons i'm a superior being to all of you mm. and uh whatever tiaria female tiaria <laughs> i'm not gonna remember any, i don't care about these names and any of these people anymore right like because they're all they're all so silly yeah rich and Regetta. yeah they all they're stupid alliterative names i don't this subplot just was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but then, ooh, look at that. Rubens took a shot to the face. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, I, remember, I remember watching that first time. I legitimately did not see that coming. Yeah, neither did I. But here's here's the real twist behind that. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Rubens is dead. That's that's the end, right? Jenna Jenna takes over. Jenna takes over, so now she becomes the final boss. Or does she? Well, we saw Rivens in the uh, in, in the, the preview, preview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and we also just saw the same episode they could clone themselves. So, right, all right. Yep. So now we're moving on to the next episode called "The Flowers of Life." Yep, I uh, really don't remember what happens in this episode. Mm. I just want to say, a flower of life, which. What flower would that actually be? A daisy? A sunflower? Uh, I say a pansy or a rose. What's what's the cheapest one you could get at a flower shop? Carnation? I would say that. Uh, carnations, yeah. Or tulips? Are tulips that cheap? I didn't know that. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I, I don't buy flowers. <laughs> All right. Well, I only know from the Avril Lavigne music video. No. Anyways. The uh, who? <laughs> episode 23 of season <clears throat> 2 Flower of Life we're going to start 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 <gasps> let's go I don't know how I somehow wind up I always somehow wind up at episode 30 behind you maybe maybe it's like I have an episode 30 less than you or episode 30 more than you I don't know uh, uh, oh, sorry a minute 30 a minute 30 <laughs> Well, I was saying, episode 30, what the hell does that even mean? Sorry, I have a slight code right now for some reason. Oh. Oh, I'm going to edit all that out. But yeah, Richard, Richetta, hijack 
the person who hijack who hijacked the plan. Or did she? Because here we go. Right. Out walks out. Uh, <laughs> Ribbons. Ribbons. Like, oh my gosh. He, he's alive. Yep. It's like a straight out of Bastar Galactica with the silence yeah. making copies of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely disposable. But there we go. We found out the reason why is that his consciousness is linked to Veda, so his physical, bo- physical body means nothing. Right. So it sounds like this is just a ribbons thing and not something they all can do. True. So then it makes you wonder, like, who who were those clones? Like, were the clones just mindless bodies that? That's what, I, that's, what I they, that's what I assume they were. Yeah. But we we all know who we all know who's not coming back with a clone Regen Regina. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite character who's been gone forever, Elia is here to like. Save kill off day. the lame, kill off the lame characters as usual. Uh, oh, not sorry, not save the day, but to, uh, I guess, destroy the day. Yeah, but save right. the episode. Yes. Because we really did that. He just kills off the characters nobody cares about and takes over to the stage. Right, because it's like you know when he's on there, it's always going to be a party. Yep. Uh, so here we go. Last op- opening again. I want to bring up our new sponsor. Um. Oh, hold on. I got it. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to bring up our new sponsor. Uh, damn it. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to look up like a really stupid NFT name, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, here we go. We're, we're announcing the other initiative. Mobile Suit Podcast NFT. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you can, everyone. Now you can get on the hot ground by NFT of uh, her logo design and some other things I'm sure Phil can draw for for NFT stuff. Oh yes, I'm a I'm a uh, I can, but I'm not because I'm just going to trace the the lazy monkey that we've been seeing on yes. Twitter. Yeah, the monkey, right? Yeah, uh, uh, and just give them the V fins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it on that ground now, NFT. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll, we can get stuff. We can get that warehouse. Keep running those servers. Mm. Uh, oh, one second. All right, now we get into the the thick of the battle. Cole's Patrick Cole's are like kind of shaking in his boots, but who is this? It is the double O that just blew up. Okay, I think maybe my maybe my opening is is longer than yours. That's why. Oh, you're not. Because like not, you're, I mean, you're slightly you're slightly ahead of me. Okay, let me see. My timestamp is four sixteen. Wow. Okay. There we go. No, I. But yeah, that was like forty seconds behind. Oh wow. I think maybe that's what it was. Maybe maybe because I have my opening is. I think it's maybe the Hulu cuts it slightly. Cuts it slightly. No idea. It wouldn't surprise me because I have. This is a fan sub, so. Okay. Well, it's a fan sub with with it's a dual audio, so. Okay, I like the way the I like the way the uh heads blow up because <laughs> they get shot in the stomach and then they go like, and then they like throw their arms out like I give up and then they explode. Which doesn't really make sense because it it it, make, 
it acts makes them act like like a person would get shot, but these are mobile suits. That's exactly what is happening. So it's giving it's giving life to these robots. So I just think it's amusing that like the human pilot that is inside of these mobile suits, right, are like within their final act, allowing these mobile suits to like die like a human too. So <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of hoops. Anyways, lot of lots, of, lots of lasers are being fired right now. Yes. Lots and lots of lasers. Was this worth it? This is where, this is where the, all the budget went towards, right? This is where all the flashbacks. <laughs> it's all it's all yes. here right now. But this is all the money shots. Was it worth it? Eh, kind of. Okay. <laughs> you see, I always find it weird when um like people and like enemy ships are like communicate because I feel like they should be on like different frequencies, especially a celestial being. They shouldn't be able to communicate. I think I think I was reading. I was reading. Well, a the real reason is this: it's drama, it's dramatic. <laughs> but B, uh, I think is that I think there's like some correlation to like real fighter jets is that like at close range, there's like a kind of like a public frequency that everyone can hear. As mm. in, so okay. like anyone just anyone that in that range can hear you. Gotcha. Whoa! Look at that big old beam. But yeah, here we go. Here's here's a. Uh, could have sworn this was this is exactly how season one was, right? <laughs> this is exactly Alejandro. yeah, because we had that golden mobile armor appear. Yeah, all the Roger comes in. There's a giant laser. Yeah. That is and a then, nice. That is a, these 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 mobile suits and ships blowing up, and the laser look pretty nice though. Yeah, and then like destroying all those Cathron ships. Man, Cathron is always getting the short end of the stick. I think also because it look, it didn't look like those ships when they were being destroyed. It didn't look like CG. It looked like they hand drew it. Yeah, it did. Especially under that um that beam. Yep. Kind of uh kind of it kind of evoking um what's it called? The solar ray in the original Gundam series? The colony laser. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what that feel like. Like every Gundam series always has like some super weapons. Super I mean, yeah, how else is the military supposed to keep, you know, the insurgents in check? It's very Star. It's less real. It's less military realism. It's more Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> right, Death Star and all that. It's uh, like yeah, the Colony Laser and the first Gundam. Colony Laser and Zeta Gundam. Um, uh, you had the the solar the solar cannon in um double O eighty three. Okay. You had um. Got the wing have a super weapon. They had the the White Fang suit uh ship. That that had like something on it that could like blow up a country or something. Um, well, Iron Blood Orphans doesn't really have a super weapon. So that's, the, that's like, they, they, kind of their super weapon was those nails. Yeah, yeah, mm. but that's just fitting with the theme in general. The, the, the I think that show in general is not. It's more low tech. Oh yeah, of course. It was a way more um. Yeah. So because of the, the armor coating, it was way more yeah, like. Yeah. So that's an exception, but. She got them. Well, she got them arguing. They're all super robots. They're all super robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they got the the love attack. She doesn't stand a group love attack. They, they you got the, oh, you got the Statue of Liberty cannon. Can't forget yeah. that. Can't forget the fleet of uh, Hurricane Gundams. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this super weapon is very very popular in, in Gundam <laughs> series. I feel I feel like super weapons are just popular. See, I'm sure I'm sure Gundam C must have had some, right? Oh yeah, definitely. They had um, man, I don't remember. 
Okay, they probably have one. Uh, but I know they definitely did. Uh-oh, something is being revealed. And it looks like a moon? An asteroid? The cloak thing. I'm going to say, honestly, it looked like... Uh, <laughs> this is like... like, like you know, it's like, is there like something wrong with, your, with my screen, my monitor? Because <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's a giant cloak. Uh, it this this looks like it looks like uh, it looks like Axis. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like a giant ass this giant asteroid, and there's like an engine or something. But yeah, it's definitely homage to uh, the original Gundam. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's 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 either Axis Solomon, but. It's definitely not about a bow a bawaku. But it's their deep space colony ship, according to ribbons that Aloy Shember predicted everything. Mm. God, this is a great that we find out the grand motive at the very end instead of just stringing us along. I mean, you know This ship was supposed to be the hope of mankind. Jump through so many hoops. They'll save humanity from extinction. Ugh. New Noah's I Ark. Like, I feel like was, was this ever alluded to? Like, no, that's the thing. Like this, they never, nothing, nobody saw this coming to you at all. Oh my god! So this, this is, is why, this is like Trans Am. Yeah, this is why it's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, the only thing they kind of, oh yeah, they're gonna get made. Yeah, see, the six of this are so weird. But they have, uh, the only thing I kind of like that they call it Noah's Ark, which is uh, fitting with all the like biblical references we've had in the entire series because mm. again this is all kind of setting up for what happens in the movie right uh, yes i think i don't know well because he says it's like it's, it's supposed to be a colony ship so it's presumably oh going out of humanity space. yeah humanity going past the solar system yeah for the dialogues that are to come very very you know the strange illusion that doesn't get resolved in the series but it does get answered in the movie mm. Which we'll get to it someday. Right, someday, because we're yeah, we're, sure, all, sure we're, Phil, we're sure Phil's just, just looking forward to like the Awakening of a Trailblazer movie. He's just, oh God! See, you know, you see, you see, you see on his face, just so excited when we get that movie eventually. As, as I as I cringe, oh, my neck going into my shoulders for any in, in excitement. <laughs> yeah, but here we go. Slasher V. Here's a speech. Let's free the world and change the world once again. Yeah. For the future. Oh, my God. Yeah, everything's for the future. Yeah. But technically, they're already in the future. So shouldn't they say for the present? I don't know. We'll see. Big space battle. Commencing the last mission of Celestial Being. All Evil right. So. Evil the movie is like the, the real last mission, but whatever. <laughs> this is very Star Wars right here. There's lasers coming out of the rock. Yeah, it's very, very Star Wars. Imagine it's Star Wars get mechs. Like space mechs. Uh, not, not ATATs and ATSTs. I'm trying to think. Maybe in the EU, the, the yeah. expanded universe, they, they, they had it. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I, I think it's definitely it's too out of their aesthetic. Anyway, they're transamming. The Gundams are all <clears throat> shooting. Ugh, I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. <laughs> oh, it is kind of cool. There's a uh, another Memento Mori. There's yeah. so many of them. Oh my god! How do they have the funds to keep building these things? Well, I mean, I can I go take a long, I go take a guess, 
and all the money that went towards a loss. Pretty sure it wasn't going towards healthcare or social security. You know, it's uh, you know, maybe they just they didn't they just all the they just didn't cancel any student debt. You know, no, they <laughs> they college yeah. they college expensive again. <laughs> you know, we got to make our community colleges free. Is, is, is that still a thing? Did that even happen? Uh, anyways, I, yeah, I'm, also, I'm also a big proponent of going to community college. If you feel like you're not really sure what to do, go to your community college. It's gonna be it's gonna be cheap. You you still get the same level of education, all right? Ain't no shame. Well, unless you're unless you're well, there's like because the reason why I did not want to go to community college was that like uh, I just didn't want because there's like there's people who are like very smart they just can't afford the bigger college. Yeah, but there are there are also people who just like don't want to aim higher and like it's just gonna be high school part two. And I just didn't want to be around those people again. <laughs> That's why you have yeah. to ignore them. You have to put on your your viewfinder or don't don't, don't believe me. My mom tried to force you to go to community college so that way I can transfer to UCLA. So don't. Ugh. Oh, oh there we go. There's a guy we haven't seen in, in a minute. Billy Katagiri. Oh wow, yeah. That's this is what happens. I'm sure there's some internet joker reference. I'm not. I don't know because it's kind of sexist. But it's like, yeah, he's rejected by Cujo. So what he's gonna do? He's gonna destroy, destroy everyone. Yeah. Look at all these like mobile suit missiles that are like activating trans M. Yeah, yeah well, just they're just basically just flying. They're basically just like kamikaze mobile yeah, suits. Yeah, they're right? kamikaze mobile suits. Yeah. Yeah, they're that suicide weapons by all those clone people. Oh god. It's uh. And they're, they're making. This reminds it me. This... Well, yeah, that's uh. Because who? Because it's like who? Who would plan for something as crazy as this? Because kamikaze True. mobile suits. Uh, I was gonna say this reminds me of something. Like, there's like some other sci-fi work I saw where it's just like, like this is their weapon was like clone mm-hmm. people inside like suicide ships. Is that not Star Wars? I can't. I don't think so. The closest I can think of, which is not the best analogy, is in the Ultimates three when uh, the multiple man like suicide bomb, the crime bomb, giant man. Yeah. How about giant man and and. Like you said, it's not a great example because it's not a very good comic in general. It's so edgy. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I was going to say, like, the animation was saved for this these last few episodes. It generally is good, but I did notice a few uh, a few repeating, repeating frames. <laughs> oh, yes, especially within the space battle. Yeah, especially around Tali. But here we go. Someone's going to save them again. Uh, here, uh, here comes Catherine once again to, to, to throw to throw and, uh, faction. <laughs> yeah, that's all they can do. That's all they're good for. Use themselves as a shield. Use themselves, yeah, with their outdated mobile suits and whatnot. So that's, that's the best they can. Pull hey, off. you know what? Can can father can can of our Scott's uses. Yeah, so it's all good. And then there's uh. Don't know who exactly. Oh, it's Patrick Ozar. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy goes out like a. 
goes out like a champion. Yo, you go, Patrick Colazar. I love you, Katie. Oh, man. Okay. It's kind of getting to me a little bit. Because <laughs> she's upset. She's finally upset. She's, <laughs> she's very upset. upset as well. Yeah, you know, because they had an illegal relationship. Uh, well, it's not illegal, but it's probably definitely against military protocol for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> to be dating it, someone under your command. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if it's under, if it's against military protocol, does that not make it illegal? Well, it's not a law. Like a, a military law. law. Whatever. All right. I don't, <laughs> my understanding of military law comes from JAG and Mash. A few good men. No, I never watched Mash. Oh. Uh-huh. But a few good men. There we go. That's what I know. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, good movie. It's a good movie. Yes, it was a good movie. Uh, yeah, there we go. Double, double Gundam, and this is totally from the Battle of Boku right here. Because <laughs> this is what happens to White Base. They like crash land. They crash land, <laughs> and then they fight. On, yeah. Yeah, they fight. They fight on. They fight on foot with actual guns. <laughs> yeah, because they were trying to take over the base, and now we got these uh, autonomous units. Yep, they're just uh, got a lot of mobile suits. Yeah, this is a celestial being. Totally, oh my god, this is totally, I guess, homaging the original Gundam, quote unquote. I would say and everyone got everyone has to, everyone has to, you know, everyone has to pay a, homage to the granddaddy. Did you ever see uh, Hot Fuzz? Yes, I have. Yeah, and so you listen to the commentary, they make fun of themselves. Here's where we still, sorry, we paid homage to Point Break. You know, like, <laughs> oh, okay, here's another, another action movie we still, sorry, we paid homage to that movie. Yeah. Uh, there we go, Lyle's coming in. And Lyle, sees, uh, his brother's to get revenge on uh, Aliel Sanchez. Uh, they have to say, fly my thanks. Oh, yeah. Every, I mean, every time. Well, every imagine time. What, what, what is he going, what else is he going to say? How about you don't say that you just shoot? How about, you know, you got to get a snappy catchphrase to say in a video yes. game. Yep, that's just... Uh, anyways, there was there was something that looked like the original Gundam there. I don't yeah, know what that, that was, was. That was the old Gundam. Oh, okay. Was it? Because I was like... Yeah, the old Gundam... Did they get that? Did they get the old Gundam at some point? Yes, that, that that's like, where they that got... Because the uh, what's it called? They had transferred to the ship in the last episode. Okay, I just whatever. I don't. <laughs> Those plot <laughs> fights are so stupid. But uh, you know what? There's more Gundam fights. And Tyria. Tyria. lost his arms. Yeah, he's crashing. Oh, I hear a song. Oh, they are. I thought I thought they were playing. Uh, I know no. towards the. I know in the last few episodes they played the theme, the original theme song. Mm. I guess I must be the next two episodes. Because we only got a Yeah, I'll do you a favor and kill you again, Mr. <laughs> Gundam. This boy is silly. <laughs> yeah, just kill you again. I mean, we all know it's basically the same character. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, especially later on, because, like, Lyle... I mean, Neil starts to turn into Lyle. Or, yeah. no, pause. Lyle starts to turn into... Maria, Neil. Maria Doc with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> that's just they could not have worded that any better. And yeah, everyone, everyone, this is the darkest hour because everyone's everyone's really getting screwed right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone's getting their asses kicked. 
Yeah. It's a Tetsu now who who knows what that he looks like. Yeah. Uh oh. Here comes Billy. Oh, is it Billy? Yeah, Billy. Billy versus Kujo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he has an automaton right next to him. I mean, right behind him, pulling up the gun. Yeah, all because, you know, he was, uh, was the kid saying he was sipping so hard for her and he just got nothing? Yes. She just, she just totally used him as like a place to crash to his couch. Right. Mucho. And oh, I that's guess, who they are. This is um, it's Andre. That's the guy in the mobile armor. No, it's uh, Luis. Really? Well, yeah. Andre Smirnoff. He's also there too, isn't he? He's somewhere, but in the mobile yeah, armor is yeah, Luis. So- Whatever. Yeah. Oh, across the world. That's why I remember this episode. They have to like resolve the the Luis Saji thing before we get to like the ending. Yes. And then Andre's in there too, because Andre, <laughs> yeah, Andre, because it's an Andre Soma thing. Right, they still haven't resolved that. Yeah, between you need to understand each other, the more to build the future and the credits right there. Uh, oh wow, yeah, that was the end. Holy crap! Matter of fact, let's just get the credits and go to the. <laughs> okay, sure. I was gonna say I don't mind because that that's a really stupid place to cut the credits there. Yeah, it was like I was I was really invested and I was heavily thrown off. Well, they gotta get you to come back next week, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So here we go. So yeah, there's a warrant. Oh, there's two more innovators: spearmint gum, <laughs> whatever. And why that's what's on the ground? It's uh, it's Tieria. He survived crash landing, and he's in something. He's at he's at uh Veda. Is this him? Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's someone else. In Veda. No, yeah, that's uh, that's him. ribbons. Okay, yeah. That was Ribbons talking, and, and Tierra pulled up like, "Yo, what's popping?" B. So it's really, it's really hard to tell what they look like underneath the uh, the visor. You, you gotta, you gotta look at the color of the suits. <laughs> it's all the spearmint. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next episode will be beyond. Tessa becomes a true innovator. Well, I guess we could, I guess we know what happens next week. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, let's see. So, mobile suits of this week. Matter of fact, I had a different mobile suit up, but you know what? I'm going to change it to one that Eric didn't notice because he was too busy uh, picking his nose. So, right. So, the mobile suit we're going to be talking about is the GN 0000, the O Gundam. All right, so this mobile suit was originally piloted by Ribbons Allmark and then later by Lasse Aeon. Uh, because the old Gundam was the first uh, Gundam to be developed uh, during the Solar Power Wars, um, it is a very old suit. All right, but not only is it old, but it's a general purpose mobile suit, not really specializing with anything, kind of like how the Dynamis and Chirum is long range, the Exia and Double uh, O are close combat mobile suits, things like that. Here, this mobile suit can get it all done, right, being the first generation. And because it's the first generation mobile suit, all the mobile suits that come after it, so like the Exia, Double O, Dynamis, survey, whatever, they're all based off of the old gun schematics. 
Um, it also uses the first GN drive, of course. And um, not only was the data used to create those Gundams, right, but the uh, ribbons, of course, stole the data of the old Gundam and used it to create Throne Throne series, all right, of his own. Uh, as for the old Gundam, right, it was held up in storage for so long till they took it out to take its GN drive to put it in the double old Gundam, and then they put a makeshift GN, well, not a GN drive, but a GN condenser, um, to give it a limited, limited operating time, all right, so its main weapons are a beam gun, beam saber, and a Gundam shield. Uh, it is also capable of Trans-Am when it has a uh, GN drive installed. And, uh, yeah. Is there, and then, of course, to answer Eric's favorite question, let's see, there is four Gunplas of it. So there is the Gunpla of it with, like, really sexy bo- box art from 2008 called the First Grade. Then you have two high grade series. The first high grade series is the um, sexy the, box art. It literally is just black. There's no pictures of it on the cover. Sexy box art. Um, the first the first one is uh, the old Gundam in the granddaddy colors, the blue, yellow, red combination. And then the second one in 2009 is the original color scheme, which is just pure gray. And then, of course, there's an SD uh, Gundam version of that. And as a fun little joke, Ribbon's Allmark, right, the character we all hate, because I never really liked him, even in the very beginning. Um, in Jap- in, J- in uh, Japanese, his voice actor is the same voice actor who voiced Am- uh, Amuro Ray. So, you know, nice little in-joke of the double o- of the Oga 